Welcome to Make Your Mark podcast, where guests share their experiences, insights, and tactics to help you accelerate your business. So building, scaling, and monetizing your business is made easier. And I'll be your host, Kay Suthar. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Make Your Mark podcast. And I have a super special guest for you today. Now, Ever since Brittany was a young girl, she loved creating experiences that inspire joy, connection, and creativity. Brittany Cano is the founder of Holistic Nurse Coaches, a nurse-led wellness company dedicated to guiding the overextended, overly busy woman to a level... Oh. I know. See, I just can't say words, right? It's one of those things. It just happens. Um, all right, let's start that bit again. That's a great thing for editing, right? <laughs> to live a life she genuinely enjoys while prioritizing her well-being so that she can fulfill her life's purpose with peace and passion. Through lifestyle medicine, movement, and mindfulness, she helps you heal and elevate mind, body, and soul. Brittany holds a bachelor's degree in science of nursing and is certified as a life coach, personal trainer, health coach, emotional freedom technique practitioner, and a yoga instructor. So we can see that she has a wide variety of experiences behind her. And today she's coming onto the show to talk about how this can help all business owners, no matter where they are in their business, whether they're starting out or they've got a mid-level business or, you know, they're making six, seven figures in the business, everybody needs to know how to take care of themselves so we can take care of our clients and our team. So please welcome to the stage, Brittany. Oh my goodness, Brittany, I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you, Kay. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, there's so many questions I have for you, right? Because I think well-being, wellness, when it comes to business owners, is something that we put on the back burner, right, when it shouldn't be the case. And so before we get into the whole nitty-gritty of this juicy conversation that we're going to be having today, I've got one question for you. I know that people tend to think that, we you know, when people have their own business, that it just happens with a click of a finger. And we know that's not the case. We all go through a journey right? We go through ups and downs. We fail a lot more than any successes that we see, right? And, it's, <laughs> and I would love for you to tell our audience a little bit about what that journey looked like for you, um, just so we can get a taste of what kind of things that you've experienced and you've gone through. And I'm assuming that pe- there's going to be people out there that probably relate to a lot of what you've gone through. Yes. Okay. This has been a long time in the, in the works because as a child, I was selling candy on the school bus. Like, how can I make a profit on this? Or can I shovel your driveway and get some, you know, shovel the snow and get some money from you? And like always thinking of ways to create my own income. Like I, I think when I was like five to seven years old, I was like, how can I make my own money? Wow. And then fast forward, I became a nurse and worked in the ICU. Mm. And while great career nursing is, I realized that I have a lot of passions, as you mentioned, and there was a driving force that inspired me to start my business, seeing people sick in the hospital from preventable diseases. So it didn't matter how successful people were, how much money they had or didn't have, if they neglected their bodies or abused their bodies, many of them ended up in the ICU. And so around that same time, I was going through my own personal transitions. And that's when I started 
my company that focuses so much on health and going from being a nurse and your patients are always there. I didn't need to do any marketing. Well, I had to market myself to get the job, but then your patients are there. So transitioning into owning a business and learning how to speak up and connect in a different way and ask people to join me. I didn't need to ask those patients to be there. They were just almost automatically there in in a sense, you know, it really has been such a journey, but being able to just stay open and learning and exploring, okay, that works. Okay. That doesn't work. How can I grow with this? How do I make this better? I think has been just a huge part of the entrepreneurial journey and all those failures or air quotes failures, it's like, there's something you can learn from that. They're actually gifts if you want to look at them that way. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And so tell us a little bit about some of the experiences that you've had where you thought something would work, didn't work and how you had to pivot and shift. And the reason why I'm asking this is because recent times of the pandemic, a lot of business owners have had to do this, right? So where were you at? in keeping yourself motivated, inspired to keep going when things didn't work out? There were times when I started, um, I entered the field of uh, as a personal trainer and health coach, you know, picking back that off my nursing career. And there were times I would show up in the studio ready to teach a class and nobody would show up. Oh gosh. So you, I was really confronted with my beliefs about myself, my beliefs about, can I do this? So what kept me going was, I have such a passion for supporting people and helping people. I saw how the things that I teach now really transform my life. And I knew that there was this just keep showing up, keep showing up. And, you know, now I have a a great business and people show up and people are in my classes (laughs) and workshops and I have my one-on-one clients. I think as an entrepreneur, being willing to deal with that, right? And having that thick skin and not giving up. Because had I just been like, oh, nobody showed up to these first five classes. I'm not going to do this. I wouldn't be where I'm at now. So it's like, you really have to be vulnerable and courageous and have your eye on your your mission, have your eye on what your vision is and stay connected to that and be willing to pivot when needed. Absolutely. I love it. Now, when it comes to business owners, right? And I mentioned this earlier, we tend to put our health, our own health on a back burner, right? Now you're there telling people, no, it shouldn't be on the back burner. That should be the number one thing that we need to be focusing on in order for us to get focused, get clear, to build our business, right? To help our clients and our team as we build. What are some of the common things that you've seen business owners do that could be prevented? I see business owners actually thinking that they're working on themselves and their health, but they're actually, it's just another form of them doing their work for their business. So sometimes we think we're taking care of ourselves. And I was guilty of this during the pandemic. You know, I'm working on my business. My business is an extension of me. Right. But not actually taking that time to truly take care of ourselves. And also neglecting how important it is to have rest. Like we've, there's been tons of research showing that taking rest, taking breaks really supports productivity and supports creativity as well. Yet sometimes we're just grinding it out. I can't stop. I can't take a day off. I can't take 15 minutes. I don't have time. I got a time schedule. Bam, 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 bam. But it actually zaps our energy, zaps our health. And how we, let's say, take a 15, 20 minute break here 
who knows, right? That's really when our creativity flows. Science shows that we're in those more relaxed states or doing something that we enjoy. We have so many more great ideas. Innovation just comes to us as opposed to when we're in that like constant grinding it out phase. So we need to have a a balance between the two. Right. And it's so funny because I feel like entrepreneurs, we're like the weirdest human beings ever, right? And the reason I say that is because we leave a 40-hour job to start our own business and work like 90 hours a week. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then keeping in mind, like, what inspired me? What had me start this business? And for a lot of people, it is have that freedom and flexibility. And then when we find ourselves 90 hours, it's like, yeah. is that really what you signed up for? We can lose sight. So yeah. if we can like remember, hold on, I'm at the center of all this and thinking about if we're really healthy, if we're really energized, if our mind is right, our body is right, our emotional state is right, just think of how much more successful we're going to be, mm-hmm. especially if we're running on E and things are going well. Well, imagine if we were to like fill that gas tank up for real, mm-hmm. things are going to explode. Like we have so much more potential now than we did before so we're at the center of everything in our business that's why it's so important for us to keep in mind how important our health and well-being is definitely definitely and so I guess what a lot of people probably thinking is if they're just starting up the business right and you know when it comes to starting your business so many more hours go into it to getting it up getting it known marketing and all of that so how do you how would you go about balancing the two and not kind of losing focus on either one of them. Remembering that they are connected. I think we have a tendency sometimes to compartmentalize, like this is my business, this is my health. But when we can see that they are so intertwined, I think that's one thing that's very important. But another thing is to keep it simple. Keep it simple with your healthy lifestyle. A little bit goes a long way. If you look at the compound effect, we can do consistently, and we see it in our business as well, right? That consistency piece, showing up, doing the right right thing, the things that are going to actually make a difference in our health and make a difference in our business and doing it consistently over time. What happens is people are inconsistent both in their business and in their health and also not uh, perhaps doing the things that are really going to move the needle. So it's like finding those key things that are going to make a difference. Everybody needs to be moving their body, right? And everybody needs to be considering what they're fueling their body with. What are you eating and are you eating? I think when we're grinding it out sometimes or working so much, we don't really take into consideration how much that makes a difference. And we're eating anyway. So I would say nutrition is a, we're eating, right? We're eating at some point. That's an easy swap if we really have that intention behind it. And it makes a huge difference. Definitely. And I think... One of the things that I realized when I started getting aware, right, and that's one of the things you've got to be aware of what you're doing, what you're putting inside you, what you're not doing when you're not moving, you've been sitting all day long and not even realizing the whole day's gone past is I realized I was missing out on meals, right? I'd be like, okay, I eat later, yes. I eat later, you're still <laughs> going, you keep going, right? And by the time I know it, you're like, it's bedtime and I haven't eaten a thing all day, right? And so what I had to start doing is putting everything in my calendar. I had to put a time slot for breakfast, a time slot for dinner, a time slot for um, lunch, right? And making sure that I did actually come away from the computer and go and get some food. 
right? You have to prioritize it. Yeah. And you have to make it accessible. You're totally right about that. Okay. And knowing that by doing it, it's going to create, you're more, you're more productive. You're more focused when you get to your work. You're more energized when you get to your work. I have clients who come to me initially, they're not going to the bathroom. They're sitting behind the screen all day. They're skipping meals. And now all of a sudden they have an extra sometimes two hours a day to do things for themselves. And they're still getting done everything that they need to in their business. And then some, so it's really just so important to come back to that concept of we have to take care of ourselves and how do I make it simple scheduling it is one way that mindfulness piece that you said so being aware we have to create that awareness so taking a break to really look at the big picture of what's going on with our health what's going on with our our business because if we're just so head down focused we're going to lose sight of both definitely definitely now what would you say to the newer entrepreneur that's just starting out Right. What would be, I say, the the three main things that maybe they should start doing um, to make sure they're not putting their health on the back burner and they are focusing on their business as well as themselves? I love that question. Three top things. Remember to breathe. It sounds so simple, but it's such a vital thing. For so many reasons. Yes, we're breathing, but we do it automatically. And the more we can, that's a great simple entryway to having awareness, connecting with the breath and breathing down into the abdomen. And the reason we do that is because when we're somebody who is on the go all of the time, our sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight can get in overdrive. So doing these deep belly breaths, as simple as it sounds, there's so much science behind this. You're going to find this validated over and over and over again. It helps activate the parasympathetic nervous system. And the nervous system controls everything in our body. So as simple as it is, deep breathing. It's going to help you connect with what's important in your business. It's going to help you connect with what's important in your life and your health and connect you to yourself, right? Which we're at the center of everything we do. (laughs) Everywhere we go, we go, right? So that would be one thing. The other thing is to have a plan, have a plan, like have a focus each week. What am I focusing on this week? Writing it out. Write out what you're going to do to support your health. Write out what you're going to do to support your business, your top three priorities. Keep it simple. And make sure these are things that you're willing to do. <laughs> like, I just put things on the list because they sound good. Like you need to right. be honest with yourself. Am I going to do this? If you're like hit the gym five times and you're not going to the gym at all, like chances are you're probably not going to go. Wait, are so you, you telling me just <laughs> if you buy a gym subscription, that just doesn't work? You have it to really does it. Yeah. I always ask people, I'm like, do you, are you going to do that? Are you willing to do that? Like it's one thing to make a plan, but it's another thing to make a realistic plan that you're going to implement. You have to be honest with yourself. And the same thing with your business. You can be like, Oh, go out and prospect or connect with a hundred people this week. And the last eight weeks, you've not done any, like you need to really look at what's going to be the difference this week that I'm going to go to speak to a hundred people, or maybe I need to find something else that's I'm actually willing to do. We have to be honest with ourselves and something that you're going to keep showing up for and you're, you're consistent with is so important too. Definitely. And I find that when you have a bigger goal, right, it gets you motivated to actually move around, go to the gym, get a workout in, right? So if you're a speaker and you're speaking on stages, 
right? We've got to feel good about ourselves, right? We, we really want to look good. We want to feel good. And if you're not feeling good and you're getting embarrassed in front of, get, getting up on these stages, clearly something needs to change and it has to happen now. And you have to get out moving, start going to the gym. It's got to be part of your day, right? It does. It has to. And that, that brings me to the third thing I would say is embrace the stress, right? Not all stress is bad. I think we have a lot of sphere around stress now. Exercising is a stressor on the body, right? Getting up and speaking on a stage for most people is considered a stressor on the body. So our relationship that we have with the stress that comes in our business, that comes in creating a healthy lifestyle, being able to embrace it and stay focused on what it is that we're doing this for to begin with. So staying focused on why is it that I'm going to the gym or why is it that I'm creating these lifestyle changes or why is it that I'm working 40 hours in my business? So embracing the stress that comes with work, that comes with life and looking at the relationship and the perspective that we have with stress because that makes a big difference, right? An event is neutral, whatever it is. And then we bring the meaning to it. So looking at what is the meaning that I'm bringing to this task, right? If you've been putting something off for a long time, hold on, what am I telling myself about this thing? And is it true? Or we can think outside of the box and say, okay, like what's another way to look at this? Or who do I get to enroll to help me with this project? Or how do I get to make managing my stress, for example, more enjoyable? How do I get to make this really something that I prioritize? And sometimes, you know, it's knowing yourself too. Knowing if you're a numbers person, it's getting the data. If you're somebody really driven by emotions, which so many of us are, it's like, what is that feeling that you're going for? And also using visualization and getting yourself into these states, right? Neuroscience supports that visualizing and getting ourselves into the states of doing the things to get us where we want to be is really where it's at. So not just to say like, oh, I'm up on stage speaking in front of a ton of people. It's like seeing yourself doing all of those things pre-getting on stage that are going to get you to be on stage and getting yourself used to the feelings of stress that go on when you come up against the resistance of like, oh, I don't want to do that thing or, oh, I don't want to speak to that person or, oh my gosh, whatever your fear is or whatever comes up for you that's standing in your way of your goal. Interesting. So, you know, stress is really everywhere, right? You can't get away from it. In your business, your personal life, if you're going to work, like it's everywhere. And so I have heard that stress isn't a bad thing, right? In moderation, like most things. And so how do you control stress and your emotions and, and, you know, working with clients? Like, How do we actually get a grasp of not letting stress take over us? That's where mindfulness is such a beautiful practice because you can do mindfulness while you're speaking with a client, right? It's really tuning into the moment, being in the present, being in that mindset of genius, right? Instead of that mind in the right side of the brain, being in that creative thinking and being able to tune into what is most immediate in the moment. So mindfulness also allows us, there's tons of science behind the brain benefits of mindfulness. So that's why I really think that's important in 
helping us navigate um, life in general, right? And managing stress is having that mindfulness piece and then tuning in and asking ourselves, what do I really need right now? It's a simple question, but we kind of lose sight of that if we're just so focused on a project. It's like puts us back to that. What do I really need right now? What does my team really need right now? And gives us that bigger perspective and remembering that there's a balance, right? Many of us became entrepreneurs because of the lifestyle that comes with it. That's right. That's right. right. What is the lifestyle that we create no one ever tells us that it's a journey to get there. Right? It is such a journey to get there. It is yeah. a journey to get there. And so, Brittany, you've mentioned a couple of times now, there's a science behind all of this, right? I would love for you to explain what science says. What is what is that information? For those who don't know what mindfulness is, it's the ability to be in the present moment from a place of non-judgment, from a place of curiosity from a place of compassion and kindness. It's a way of living. And so the studies show that people actually have positive changes and fMRI shows that there are positive changes in the brain. People, science shows improvement in focus, improvement in the dynamic of relationships, increased feelings of well-being, decreased feelings of stress, of anxiety, of depression, um, a, a self-compassion, practice, which is a component of mindfulness, shows that it actually cultivates a growth mindset. Ah, okay. Uh, And it also boosts optimism. They've done research from vets who've gone over to Iraq and Afghanistan. If they have a self-compassion practice, they're less PTSD symptoms. They function better in their daily routine. They abuse alcohol less and they contemplate suicide less. Ooh. And they've done tons and tons of research. If somebody was to type in scientific benefits of a mindfulness practice, it's not just some woo-woo thing. And I think that that can be how people view it. No, it has very tangible, positive, effective results in life. And it can be incorporated in everything that we do. Like I was saying, we can have a conversation with a client mindfully. We can work on a project mindfully in the present, as opposed to trying to, you know, we've heard that multitasking doesn't work. It also zaps our energy in so many ways. And we don't actually put so much focus into what we're doing. Imagine if you were to give your full energy to everything that you did, instead of scattering it out. I like to think about it as a computer, you have all these tabs open, right? And your computer is like, what's going on? You see them up there, you get overwhelmed. Well, our brain is like that so much of the time. So in mindfulness, it's like we're starting to close some of those windows and we're able to really hone in and focus. Hopefully some of the listeners turn off all their distractions while they're working on an important project. Mindfulness is like that. It's it's like we hone in on what what is in front of us. And as a result, we reap benefits in all areas of our life. People can have lower blood pressure, lower heart rate. Like on the physical level, there's also benefits showing um, the improvements with that. Wow. And I love the analogy of all the tabs are open up on your screen because I know a lot of us do it because we are trying to multitask, right? And so that's a great analogy there. You've got to stay focused. You've got to stay clear and just keep moving and really looking at what things you need to prioritize in order for you to be okay in your wellness 
and also keep moving with your business as well. So I love that. Thank you for that. Now, I know, Brittany, at this point, people are thinking, oh, I need to learn more from Brittany. I need to really kind of figure this out because they either relate to what you're talking about, they're in a rut, and they need to get themselves out. And so, Brittany, where can people go to connect with you? People can find me on my website, which is holisticnursecoaches.com. And then from there, you can access my social media. I'm really big on meeting people where they're at and making this lifestyle change to a more healthy, enjoyable, sustainable life, easy and accessible. Even if you have, let's say, 100 employees and you're working 80 hours a week. All right. How do we make this work for you with where you're at so that you get the benefits of this? Because it's really all about meeting people where they're at and being able to support them with what's going to work for them. And change happens gradually. You know, like we were talking about in our business. It's a gradual process to get where we are now. So yeah, visiting me at holisticnursecoaches.com. And then I also have some free uh, tools there that you can have access to as well to help you manage stress and elevate your, your health. We all do love the freebie, that's for sure. Thank you so much, Brittany. Oh my God, guys, I'll be putting all the links um, in the show notes. So make sure if you've got a missed out on anything, go to the scroll down, go to the show notes and grab your freebies because I guarantee that this is going to get you started helping you improving your wellness and in your business and really keep you pushing. Brittany, it was awesome having you on the show. So many golden nuggets in such a short amount of time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kay. Everybody remember, deep breathe, (laughs) move your body, (laughs) and also really look at your perception that you have with stress and remember what's most important to you so that you can live that value-driven life. Absolutely. Again, every time you open your mouth, there's more value coming out of there, Brittany. Thank you once again. Thank you so much, Kay. Thanks for listening to Make Your Mark podcast at www.makeyourmarkpodcast.com. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get this and every other episode that comes out. We have lots of great stuff coming, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss it. And thank you in advance for all the reviews and comments. I appreciate it so much and I look forward to serving you in next week's episode.